Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. Before we start the show, we wanted to address the killings that occurred in Atlanta um, over the previous days. Um, there were nine people uh, that were shot, eight killed, um, seven of which were women, six of which were women of um, Asian descent. Um, this occurring during the pandemic when there has been an increased uh, amount of violence and hatred um, that has been levied upon the Asian American population. So, Katrina, could you talk a little bit about about uh, that? Yeah, um, I think that this uh, attack happened just as the violence against Asian Americans has been gaining prominence in the news. Um, it was something that Joe Biden had pointed out in his speech that happened, I want to say, like a week or two ago. Yeah, it was, like a week, it was last week, I think. Yeah, so it it feels like, you know, kind of like a climax of all this violence that's been happening, and it's such a, a big event, you know, that had such a big impact with these six deaths. Um, I think especially in a time when we're... Uh, six deaths of Asian women. Gotcha. Um, I think especially at a time when we're not getting a lot of mass shootings due to the pandemic, you know, pandemic keeping them down. So I think that this event has really highlighted what this issue has been. Um, So, and this issue, they sent us an email at work about it, like for resources for people who are, you know, affected by the violence against Asian Americans. And it said that the violence towards this community has increased 150 mm-hmm. percent since uh, over the last year i believe it was yeah. um so it's obviously on the rise and there are key things that have happened that you can point to for a lot of the uh reason behind this increase in violence mm-hmm. and i think you can lay the blame at conservatives and and donald trump for blaming the pandemic on people of Asian descent, you know, like stoking this fear. What do you think? I think it's important to talk about the historical context as well, right? I think that, uh, you know, just because Donald Trump and uh, conservatives have been, you know, do, saying incredibly racist things, calling cor- coronavirus the China virus, uh, just because of that, like, that doesn't, that doesn't erase the historical racism against Mm -hmm. the asian american population in here like like that doesn't erase like japanese internment camps right that doesn't erase the chinese for sure exclusionary act right like it didn't create racism against asians right if this is just another escalation Mm -hmm. of um the historical uh the historical racism that these people unfortunately have had to face and it is just absolutely disgusting and I, and, and bef- bef- like just <laughs> the fact that this continues is is like they're gonna wake up tomorrow and still use the hateful they, yeah, rhetoric hateful rhetoric are. that they use kevin mccarthy still talking about how um you know people who are coming across the border down south are also from china he says like there it, it is we are we are seeing just an un unrelenting uh, an unrelenting racist like rhetorical nightmare from these awful awful people but mm-hmm. but let's also be clear that this is also an issue of 
um, not just racism, but sexism. And I want to throw to you as well, because yeah. you, you, you know that way fucking more than I would. I think the way a lot of people were contextualizing this right off the bat was that it was directly like this attack was a result on like an anti-Asian yes. attack because of this. Like, and in a way I think that is accurate just because I think the attitude, you know, that certainly affects the attitudes people have. But I think it, a lot of this issue is routed in sexism. Yeah. And, and for Asian women, sexism and racism are frequently part and parcel. They're the yeah. same, you know, they experience both at the same time. It's a community that's off, like often fetish. Yes. Uh, fetishized. Yeah, and and I just think that you know this in addition to this just being like a really harmful attack on the Asian community, it's it's an attack on women. Um, these women were just doing their job, and they got killed because a man viewed them as an object mm-hmm. that was causing him difficulty. Yeah. So you know, it's just like I th- I think that's important to contextualize it in that that. Um, that thought as well yeah and it's just it's really like the fact that people can kind of like overlook sexism or overlook racism in the in the in the in the (laughs) while living in a country that this is not an uncommon occurrence Mm -hmm. like the the killing of the killing of people of color the killing of women is not like uh, like a once in a once in a very long time in this country. This is something that happens frequently. Mm-hmm. The 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 violence towards people, the 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 murders. That this is this is very frequent, and and it's very difficult to like hear people just kind of like you know poo poo fucking uh, racism or sexism when it res- when its core result when its final result tends to be this. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely jarring. And I, before we talk about the, la- I, I just want to, if you are a police officer <laughs> investigating this and you don't know the motive and the, the killer gives you a dumb thing that they say just as like a seemingly throwaway line, do the entire country a favor and keep it to your fucking self to even blurt out out loud that well the killer said he was just having a bad day is disgusting mm-hmm. well that uh that official also had posted uh previously mm-hmm. a, a racist t-shirt yep a racist against asians against, a, 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 a racist covid t-shirt mm-hmm. that that he so he was removed from the case. He but... should be removed from the force. Yeah. I just, I can't fucking deal with it. Keep your, like, don't throw out random fucking theories about this during a press I mean, con- he was basically just making excuses He for was it. making an excuse for this. Because again, when a mass murder is committed by a white person, by a white man in this fucking country, there's a reason Mm-hmm. And it's like a, it's a reasonable reason. That's, it's always that. It's always that. It's always, they, they're mentally imbalanced. They are, they just were having a bad day. They, they, th- there's always an excuse. 
there's always an excuse. And mm -hmm. it's disgusting. And it's disgusting that it was put out in a press conference where people were trying to learn facts about the heinous murder that was committed. People in the community were trying to learn facts about what was going on. The families were trying to learn facts. And, and to throw out this absolute garbage to, to what, help the killer save face? So, yeah. That's disgusting. Do we have anything else? Uh, I think we want to just talk about ways to support, right? Yes. Um, I think, you know, there, were, there was a big outpouring of support during the, the height of the Black Lives Matter movement over the summer um, for the African-American community in this country. Um, and some of the ways uh, people tried to show their support were just not very No, they helpful. weren't great. They weren't great. Uh, they weren't helpful. And some of, like, you know, there's been a rise of support for the Asian-American community in the same way in face of all this violence. Um, so, and some of the things that aren't weren't so helpful before are cropping back up again so yeah it seemed like a good time for terrain to talk about what's helpful and what wasn't okay so there there here let me start let's let's start with the good right let's do a compliment sandwich well let's start with good i find it though i though i saw some didn't i find it you know i think it's nice to reach out and just kind of check on people See what's up, see where their head's at, see how they're doing. I know some don't, so if you know people who wouldn't enjoy that, give them their space. But but some people do enjoy that. Uh, enough, I think to contest, like to give a little more to that, don't reach out to the only Asian person you ever knew mm -hmm. in elementary school to check yep. on. Like they yep. should be somebody that you talk to. Yes, for, you know, it, you're not a stranger reaching and, out. And don't don't. Don't make it about you. Yes. <laughs> Don't make it about you and how anti-racist you are and talk about how what wonderful things you're doing to No, 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 no. This is that it, that means that the the reaching out was for you and you alone. So, like if you if you really do, you know, have people in your in your, you know, community like in your uh, circle that that you think would benefit from that, feel free to do that. Also, call out people who are being racist. I think that one of the things that is super important is that we not allow racist things to just go out there unchecked. If shit gets unchecked, shit seems like it's okay. Check people on their racism. If they post something, if they say something, be, be, especially if you are like a, like legitimately, if you are a white person who wants to be an ally, be, be upfront and say, this is not acceptable. Like, don't allow stuff to fly. Um, but also, I mean, like, yeah. There was something that we saw that we had to address, because this is super important. And I'm not saying anybody... <laughs> I'm not saying anybody that listens to this would do this. I, I, this is just for... This is for if you have that friend that wants to be supportive, but doesn't understand how to be supportive, and this is something that they heard about... Make sure they don't fucking do it. Don't post yellow boxes. That is, 
the fact that that has to be said that that's inappropriate is fucking crazy. But like, don't post yellow boxes for a litany of reasons. That's super racist to do. Posting a bunch of posting a bunch of boxes, whatever the color they may be, will actually probably drown out conversation about the specific thing that we want to talk about. So, you know, there there are definitely there are a lot of ways that you can um, that you can help. You know, look at his look at history, look at the historical treatment of um, you know Asian American people. Uh, look at again. Read up on the Chinese Exclusionary Act. Read up on uh, the internment camps, the Japanese internment camps, the Japanese concentration camps that existed in the United States of America. There are so many things to to try to understand the historical context of what's going on and like what people have to deal with. So let's start doing those things. Let's try to be better people. Uh, I don't really have anything else. Support Asian-owned businesses in your community. Yes, support Asian-owned businesses in your community. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. All right. This sucks. This is... I hate that this is just a continuing thing that happens in America. And I, I hate that it feels like you get, like, numb to it. Because it should, like, really hurt every time it happens. And it does, but it also, at some point, you feel just a little bit numb. Mm-hmm. And it's... <sighs> the fact that we're still in, in, in this sort of situation where, you know, it's, it's, it's baffling. But gotta press on. Gotta press on. So <sighs> be good allies, be good people. Stay safe, and we'll start the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholitics. I'm your host, Katrina Myricks, joined by my co-host, Terrain Myricks. Terrain, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. How about yourself? I'm feeling protected from the virus. That's right. It is two weeks post shot number two for us. It is two weeks plus uh, like seven hours maybe. Sure. We got it at, no, six six hours and 20 minutes. We got it at, it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. None of this matters. No, you're right. It, you're right. Um, But yes, feeling protected from the virus now, feeling like I'm raring to go and get up and be in, be in public places. Yeah. Ready to get into a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Get into a straight up big old crowd. Yep. But we're going to... We're, we're making plans to see people that mm-hmm. we haven't seen. Yes. And that feels nice. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to be able to safely have people at our home. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to be great. We're going to play games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited to play Sushi Go, a game that I fucking hate, but I'm ready to play it because I know that people who are coming love it. It's stupid, but I love it. Like, I, I feel like I'm just ready to, like, do stuff that, um, 
you know, I may not previously have wanted to do, mm-hmm. but because of the situation we're in right now, I'm very excited to do. Yeah, it's uh, it feels nice. It feels nice to have plans for things yes. that aren't over Zoom. Yes, though we will be. I will be zooming for the next uh, three days. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, zooming uh, some D and D. You're in two of those days, right? Yep. You exci- You excited for D and D? Yeah, absolutely. What we've named one. I think we put one of your characters up. Like we did like a little thing on one of your characters. Have we talked about all your characters? I feel like we have. I only have two. You only have two. Your second one is a is a is a druid, right? No. 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 <laughs> it's I thought Torhild. Cleric. cleric. Torhild is a cleric. My bad. My god is Thor. Your. I don't know how you didn't remember. Uh, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do remember. I have a because, hammer. Because I remember the fact that when we do when we do Zoom calls for for when you run Torhild as your character, uh, you use a background that is insane. and It's Thor. Right. But it is... <laughs> Calling thun- lightning. You don't have a green screen. So you constantly disappear. The couch is a green screen. The couch is absolutely not a green screen. The problem was that the background of the Zoom thing is like a Cosmos looking thing. And I was also wearing my Cosmo shirt with cats on it. And you can So they blended Well, actually, actually, if if that's my shirt. Uh, You didn't claim it. It is? You were just too cool for that shirt. I, was, I am not too cool for that how dare shirt. You? I am just the how right dare amount you? of cool how, for the cats floating heads the cats, in space. The, how dare you try to make me look bad? You do look bad cuz uh, you didn't claim that shirt. We even claim that shirt. Have I have I or have I not worn that shirt? Rarely. No, 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 that's another question. Have I or have I not worn that shirt? Rarely. Have I? Yes. So what you're saying is I have worn that shirt. It's not my fault you abducted it and you now wear it. Sure. <laughs> um uh, well, before we go, uh, before what do you? Uh, I guess I guess we can just get into our topics, right? We can... Yeah. Okay. Go Unless ahead. you want to talk about that stimmy money. <laughs> yes, we could. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Katrina knows this, and she knows this because I've told her this a num- numerous amount of times, and she seems to not care. I hate the phrase. I hate the term stimmy. That is my least favorite term. I hate. Stimmy more than anything in the world. Like, I hate it. And I've told her that. I, I've said, like, we're we're comfortable together. We're married. You we're you know, we're comfortable. We're I should I could be able to tell you, like, I absolutely hate this thing. Let's not do that anymore if possible. So what she does is say she says it as much as possible. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, oh yes. What's funnier than making me uncomfortable? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Zero things. Zero things. Um, let's let's go into let's go into our topics. I guess. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> All right. So our first topic, uh, we're gonna talk about Pennsylvania's shining star, MSNBC contributor i guess at this point at this point <laughs> at this point i think he's a guest host <laughs> basically uh democratic uh candidate for the the democratic um u.s senate 
U.S. Senate seat for Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, lieutenant our current Go- lieutenant governor. Yes. I was like, you're giving a lot of- Our like, vice boss. You're giving a lot of p- uh, potential things, but yeah. not the one he is. So he, uh, you know, he's he's been a rising star in Pennsylvania politics. Really- uh, He was on the Colbert Report in like 2009. Yeah. Which is just straight up wild. Mm-hmm. He definitely is a- uh, not a not a he's not a typical politician in a lot of ways um i didn't notice him at all during the lieutenant governor's race really except i saw a couple of pictures and went hat that's funny because <laughs> he just wears shorts and he's like seven feet tall uh i think it's six foot eight but okay close it up is there a difference between six foot eight and seven feet tall in like any meaningful way for four inches i think hey did i get that right actually <laughs> yes you did yeah i did um but yeah uh i always like seeing the trio of pictures that are in our office i mean you don't see this anymore because you haven't been in an office in a year fuck you <laughs> um <laughs> but, but in, in all the in all the Whoa. like offices we've got like the i think the deputy uh, the the secretary of Health and Human Services, maybe I don't know. Why we've got a secretary because oh, we because we're DHS. of our department or or whatever it is. Um, we've got the governor, obviously, and then we have Fetterman, and you know, as the, the lieutenant the, governor, the, the secretary is in a she's in like a suit. Governor Wolf's obviously in a suit, and this guy is in a polo. He's in like a <laughs> well, hang on, polo. I think is like I think is he's in like a like a black like dicky work shirt right yes yeah pretty much <laughs> and he looks mm-hmm. like he's in like black dickies yeah and he just looks like he's about to eat whoever took that picture <laughs> i'm gonna fuck you up for taking that picture how dare you right so and and let's be clear before we get into all of this before we get into this this specific I was a fan. I was a fan. Me too. I was a fan of Fetterman. Me too. He, I thought I thought he was really good. For, like, what somebody who could win in the state while being progressive. He yes, someone who could win in the state while being pro- progressive. Definitely, he seems to fit that mold. He seems to um, like you know be able to. Uh, point out that there are more than just two cities in Pennsylvania. Like mm-hmm. he's always about, you know, seeing like the, like these, this County small and this kind of like this, like small counties, more rural counties. He definitely seems more like, like that. That's very, that's very important to him. He likes sheets more than Wawa, which is really important to me as just me, a person. Mm-hmm. I find the sheets Wawa debate to be tiring because I don't understand how there fucking is one. So, like he's all about that one. He's all about that sheets, and I'm all about that sheets as well. Mm-hmm. He's a big proponent of marijuana legalization. He is. Um, that's that's basically what his his message was. Yeah. Up to this point, like, I mean, as lieutenant governor, he just went around the state and was like, "Hey, you guys want to smoke weed without getting in trouble?" <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, I think we do." I think he's like, "Good, let's do this then." But yeah, he's, he like he has this tough guy persona, and I think it would play like so. You know, Pennsylvania is a very half conservative, half urban's like and so cl- we're always a swing state you know it's like it, it's a tricky place but i think he could have played really well with um 
those different demographics and, and the we're saying could like. he still could like, he still could for like sure you're saying could have like well i think he's lost some of the progressive um contingent he lost sure. some of the progressives on what he says about climate change right which though i don't think though he i doesn't think support the green new deal he doesn't support the green new deal and 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 though i think that that like in itself isn't disqualifying some of his reasoning is stupid for sure. Like, it's it's incredibly stupid. Like, like we as Pennsylvanians, right, we we can, like, sort of, like, go, okay, I understand why a, a Democrat running in Pennsylvania, 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 Pennsylvania isn't going to, like, throw, like, full-weighted support behind certain things just for the sheer fact of the demographic and the... and the Natural gas. The, yeah, the national, like, the, the, the people who have, um, you know, jobs in that field, um... Like that's a that's a big part of Pennsylvania life, right? Mm-hmm. So people are people are hesitant when when someone comes in with the idea of like you know just knocking that shit down, even though it does need to be knocked down. For sure. Um, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> his reasoning is not great. I think, or specifically, so we're more so referencing an an article uh, from the Atlantic uh, that was um, put out. Uh, just as a profile, right? Yeah. It was like a profile piece for 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 Fetterman. Um and within the within the article he seemed to like blame partially uh, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to like like for when Texas had their Texas had He said that the the national grid couldn't handle getting rid of fossil fuels right. at the pace that the Green New Deal uh, proposes and and, and, and cited Texas. cited Texas as a as an example of look what happened in Texas during this time when uh, so the national grid couldn't handle blah 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 and it's like but no that's not how it is because Texas isn't a part of the national grid right they chose not to the, in fact I think Rick Perry said they'd rather freeze than do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where it's like, I get where you're going with this, but like, it's not a, this is not an actual example you can hold up as factual right. when that doesn't actually work. Mm-hmm. And that's like the small part of the article that I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, nah, I'm good with. Right. So should we get to the big part? We we should. Are you asking me to read the big part? I feel like we should just read it for everybody. Don't okay. You think? Yeah. Are you going to do it? No, you've got it. I Yeah, I have it, but I have to go fucking find it. So within the article, um, a story uh, from 2013. Is that correct? Uh, a story from 2013 came up yep. regarding um, John Fetterman. When he was the mayor When he was Braddock. the mayor of Braddock, Pennsylvania. Um, now, uh, according... And, and the article literally let J- Fetterman tell his side of the story. What he... Um, well, yeah. And it also has the police report. Right, right, right. what the uh, victim but I'm, said. Right, no, I agree. But what I'm going to start with what Fetterman okay. says happened. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Fetterman says that he was outside with his son and he heard the sounds, what, what he believed to be gunshots. So he took his son into the house and then went out in his truck because he was trying to prevent a school shooting. 
I unfortunately the Atlantic doesn't tell me how close his house to was to a school. Mm. Um, it doesn't tell me why he thinks that. <laughs> anyway, he got into he got into his truck and he um saw a again again this is his version of the story. Um, found a like he was on his saw a jogger on the way. Um, he did. I don't think he described him as a jogger. He said a man in a tracksuit. A man in a tracksuit. Uh, with a with a hood up, who was running? Who's running? <laughs> and he stopped. He pulled. He pulled the truck. Like pulled one of those, uh, and like the in the street, and then stopped the guy with his shotgun pointed at him. Um, and again, this is because the at the 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 mayor of Braddock at the time was trying to stop a school shooting. He was doing that by accosting a black man who was jogging on the street. Uh, Katrina, do you want to go with what the well, police said I mean, happened? You're missing. You're missing some oh. of this. That Fetterman was terrified that he was going to die because he you're was right. sure this man had an assault rifle. Yes. In yes. his tracksuit. Again, in his tracksuit. Um, By the way, assault rifle never seemed to be nope. recovered. Um, and and nope. what I would say is if you see a guy jogging, you could probably see where the assault rifle would be. Yeah. Right. It wasn't feels there. like you would notice. Um, Fetterman says he did not single out the man because he was black. He had no idea he was black because his hood was up. He knew it had to be him as the shooter, though, because he was the only person in the street. The not because one. he saw him do anything. He was the only person, he was the only person around. So it had to be him. It had to be. Right. Because no one else is around. How who else could have committed the crimes, Katrina? No one else was around. So if we go to the police report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the police report? <laughs> um, Fetterman, when the police showed up, Fetterman was yelling and stating he knew the man was shooting, mm-hmm. but that he did not see him holding a gun or shooting a gun. Right. Uh, the uh, Could you, real quick, uh, I know I'm calling reading ahead a little bit, but was a was the assault rifle ever recovered? No, there was no evidence of a shooting. Oh, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, that was just the, weird. The man was wearing headphones while running. Oh, that's um, crazy though, right? No one wears headphones while running. Uh, the man said he saw fireworks earlier. So that, well, that would, would be... explain the noise. Right, right, right. Um, and the man said that Fetterman pointed the gun at his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man, the police report says the man was cooperative, but upset. <laughs> That yes, Fetterman pointed that, a gun at him. It pulled a shotgun <laughs> on him. That was a funny statement from the like. He was cooperative, but he was like real pissy about something. Um, <laughs> the uh, the man gave an account of his incident of the mm. incident back in 2013. Uh, he said he jumped in his Ford F-150 and followed me into North Braddock and pulled a shotgun and aimed it at my chest. He said that the noise that he had heard was children in a nearby parking lot setting off bottle rockets Mm -hmm. so yeah now fetterman now because this is a piece in the atlantic and uh this is just you know it was a this was a profile of fetterman um i have to imagine if i keep scrolling down Fetterman will feel some sort of remorse for this. Right. You think and apologize. He'd admit that he was wrong and say, because like, there I, was zero evidence right. he, that he, anything occurred at all besides will, him accosting an unarmed black man. I was going to say, he's going to apologize for accosting an unarmed black man with a shotgun 
for absolutely no reason. Uh, uh, like that's that, that happens later in this. Is that correct? I know. What? Fetterman was anxious about was uh, anxious about discussing the details, not because he's apologetic, <laughs> <laughs> but because he's very much not so. What? Is what is the, that's like a quote <laughs> from the article? Yes. Yes. This is like this is crazy, and then and then it goes on to talk about how he accused he accuses uh the, he accuses the victim the victim of lying about what happened uh in 2013 again according to the article, um and Fetterman uh, in the article it says Fetterman repeatedly referenced a conviction of uh kidnapping uh kidnapping for ransom and other unrelated charges that this that this person had in 2019, so. Fetterman's trying to say, well, look, they're a criminal now. Yeah. So. Six years later, they did something wrong. So I was totally justified. I was justified in pointing a shotgun at that black man because six years later, he did something wrong. Yeah. Uh, and he's also, I love this quote. <laughs> this is from Fetterman. Mm -hmm. Why invent a story about fireworks or the details of our encounter? Unless you were either involved in it directly or were covering for somebody that was involved in that. Yes. So he still insists that mm -hmm. there was a shooting, though there was absolutely no evidence of a shooting. Nope. He insists there's no chance that there were fucking fireworks. I mean, I, I don't know about I... other people, but some someone near our house sets off fireworks <laughs> at a ridiculous, like, just a People, random times people set off fireworks at different times including children and there are tons of times where i'll hear the first couple fireworks and i'll be like is that a fucking gun <laughs> and then you hear more in the pattern and you're like oh it's fireworks mm -hmm. so that's a entirely believable story that someone was setting fireworks nearby as opposed to shooting off an assault rifle yeah i don't know crazy so with this, um, first of all, no, I will not be voting for John Fetterman in the primary. But I think this kind of brings up a a bigger a bigger question of how is John Fetterman supposed to run as though he is this progressive champion and mm. in in this case, like he he seems to like try to pretend that he identifies with the with like like the black struggle and with what, you know, when, when like people are chanting black lives matter, he's like, yes, like he, this was, that was part of like where he would say, yes, I agree that black lives matter and we shouldn't, you know, the police shouldn't be accosting people for, for just living their lives. And it's like, right. But my man, you accosted someone for just living their life. And then you fucking have, have no remorse for it. Yeah. Like, do you think there's any, like, how does he, how does he thread that needle? Um, realistically for because because my problem is his his supporters won't care right like well, his supporters don't care here's the thing i think um i i think you're wrong about because, what? that his supporters don't care because i know like we weren't like real big on john like if if malcolm kenyatta hadn't announced his candidacy we would probably be in Fetterman's camp up to this point. And we know some people who were in Fetterman's camp who then, when they read this article, changed their minds. And I think that, I think that like, he, he's, he tried to, he acts like a progressive, you know, like 
candidate like he'd be a poster boy for the progressive movement like we said he's like on msnbc all the fucking time mm-hmm. so i do think this is gonna he's firing absolutely... up msnbc and twitter he's all he's all over it right i do think this is costing him progressive votes that had no idea this was a thing in his past so i do think that does cost him votes for sure and i think what the thing is he needs to win a democratic primary you know if this was like Going up in front of the entire state of Pennsylvania, I don't think this would be a big deal. But first, he has to win the Democratic primary. And I think he's lost progressive votes. And I think he's lost progressive organizers um, with this story and with his inability to recognize anything wrong he's done and apologize. I think think that'll definitely be something to see. Because I don't know for – I don't factually know that he lost any supporters from this. I I can't I cannot for myself truly say that he lost people who will who will absolutely not vote for him due to this. I can't say that. In the primary? In the primary. Well. I can't say that. I can't say that I know anyone who is going to not vote for him because of this story. And that is the thing that is troubling. <laughs> like, I think that this is a very like significant thing. Like, this is incredibly significant, not just because, like, this could, this could have been a, like, I hate that we, like, give so much leeway for people, but this legitimately, based on him, could have been a learning experience and a, and a, and a story that he can build upon, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I really fucked up when I was younger. I was a, I was a, like, younger. a eight younger. Years ago. He was like, I was like, you know, seven, what is it? Eight? Eight years ago, I was a mayor and I... Did I tr- I found out I was doing too much to try to protect Braddock. <laughs> like he he could have pulled some nonsense shit like that, and people would have been like, "Oh yeah, no, that makes sense, right?" Like there are a lot of different excuse me, there are a lot of different things he could have said that could have like not excused what he did, but at least for for a lot of people, for a lot of voters, made that okay. Mm-hmm. And he chose he's choosing this like. Again, I mean, he—he's not a—he's a Trumpian figure in the way that he is big, brash, and unapologetic, yep. right? I'm not saying he's a Trumpian figure in the way that he like just absolutely lies about shit and like is the worst, but like he's Trumpian in the way that he's just unapologetic and refuses to refuses to like see any sort of wrong that he's done, and I think that he's trying to he's trying to ride that, right? Admitting that you've done something wrong means that you you admit that there's a place where your opponents can attack you mm-hmm. is what seems to be the the thinking there. And he's like, well, if I just don't admit that I did anything wrong, if I just continue to you know uh, continue to fight this, then I can continue to you know ride my wave. And I I just I I think that it's so it's so blatantly just dumb and and idiotic to not see like this is a huge problem this is a huge problem to to uh, to just accost a, a jogger like again this is how Ahmad Arbery died exactly this is exactly how Ahmad Arbery died yes like we could be talking about a different <laughs> we could be talking about a different fucking thing entirely but you know I I I, I think that this this uh, story comes up in the primary, and I think this could absolutely move a primary. Mm-hmm. Um, but we need to see that, right? We need to see, you know, some. We need to see some actual 
an actual primary for right sure. now. For sure. We're way, we're way, way, way too far out to like be able to kind of see what's going on there. And it's it's a little rough because I don't have faith in the state of Pennsylvania at all. <laughs> so to me, it's like he pro- like absolutely regardless of this issue he has a better chance of winning statewide than malcolm kenyatta does i think he has a better i think he has Um, i think right now he has well here's the thing firstly kenyatta is is in and i i you do not count that man out do not absolutely i'm not counting him out i'm counting the racists and homophobes (laughs) in pennsylvania in their vast numbers well yeah 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 Yeah. i'm saying i'm saying that that is a that is a very compelling and and inspiring individual Mm -hmm. and you you cannot begin you cannot begin to pretend that there isn't a race here like i think there is but we we're way far out so we haven't seen shit and again, this is one of those things where um, the American people uh, have a very short attention span and a short memory. So it might not come into play later, but well, it I should think, come into play later. I think this story didn't get a ton of traction in this Atlantic piece. I feel like some people saw it, uh, but the vast majority of even the democratic voters who will vote in the primary in a year (laughs) haven't yet seen it, but I think it will come back up. Let's like be clear. It's not like voters aren't like, man, I got to check out the Atlantic this week. For sure. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm just saying this. I think this is a preview. I think this is a preview of this story, which will pardon me, continue to be brought up again and again. As we go towards the primary. I so. just 100%. I, <laughs> uh-oh, someone's got the hiccups. I 100%, like, before we move on, I, th- I think he needs to actually answer for this. And he needs yeah. to, if he's not apologetic, he needs to be on a fucking debate stage and talk about how he's not apologetic, apologetic and how he doesn't feel bad about the fact that he accosted a fucking random black jogger on their jog because he thought they might have an assault rifle, which they clearly didn't fucking have, but he had a gun pointed at them. That means Seriously, to- if that guy didn't react in a calm, collected way, Fetterman, he'd be dead. Fetterman would have killed him. Yeah. Like you're not you're not pointing There's a shotgun. No... At, Fetterman's not pointing a shotgun at someone if he's not going to kill him. So what? Like what is this? Like that's that's my thing. Like uh, like uh, this is this is just another instance of um you know white people with power exerting that power over minorities for just I guess conceived wrongs that they've done, mm-hmm. <laughs> wrongs that they've just made up in their head. And it's like no. Absolutely not. And the fact that this isn't just like disqualifying for a lot of people is troubling. Absolutely. Let's let's move on to our last one. You want to move on? Yeah. Let's move on to our last one. Um, we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about America's uh, mayor. America's or America's governor. governor. <laughs> America's governor Andrew Cuomo. Now, what, what a what a trajectory, man. This what? motherfucker is his his whole existence in this. You're absolutely right. Is just like a roller coaster. Yeah. Where he, he won went an, way, did, way, way up. Did he win an Emmy? I feel like he won. He yeah. won an Emmy, I think. 
And he put a book of, out about how about to, his winning le- the pandemic. Or about, his, about his leadership during the pandemic. Mid-pandemic. He's like, here's, here's how <laughs> you do it. It wasn't over. Here's how you do it. First thing you do, get elected New York governor. Second, just get, PowerPoints. Pe- just get people to, to wall-to-wall cover your PowerPoint presentations live. Uh, that's it. Like, that's it. And, and to be clear, this is a situation where there was, like, a leadership vacuum. Exa- that's exactly what I was thinking. Really? I was literally like, there was a vacuum of leadership, a leadership in my head. A fucking, a fucking <laughs> hoover of leadership <laughs> where where we were just like, well. People were desperate for anyone to tell them people, the truth. Well, the person at the top was like, you'll all be fine. Get in there. Do whatever. It's fine. Uh, like, like. At every point, we were just like, we need, so- like, someone's going to tell us what's going on. And that person was Andrew Cuomo. And <laughs> what he didn't tell us was there, what was happening at those nursing homes. There were some things he didn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> there were some things that he did not tell us. And honestly, honestly, I feel like nursing home pandemic issues is something that is countrywide. I like, agree. I think there are That's governors with everything. Like, I agree. Cause I'm like, I'm like, well, when you I know there's at, stuff with Wolf about it too. Well, when you like, cause when you look at it, well, he didn't hide it. I don't think his was that. I'm not saying that it's all the same stuff, right. but there's, there's nursing home criticisms. Because what do you do? With ner- what do you, what yeah. do you do? Well, you what probably do you do? shouldn't ship people with COVID to nursing homes, which um, I know a lot of States did. I agree. I agree. <laughs> That that is factual, and I'm pretty sure that's what Wolf did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that's very true, and that there's yeah. But, might... but I think what Cuomo did was like classify them differently. Yes. Yeah. He tried to he tried to like massage the numbers, like he tried to like hide the numbers as to what they like specifically were. Before we get into the other stuff, can I just say? Yeah. The. Headlines lately about Ron DeSantis winning the pandemic. Oh, my God. You know why he's winning? Because he's lying about the numbers. Yes, he's doing. Yes, yes. He raided a statistician's house Mm -hmm. with guns drawn because she was telling the truth about their numbers. Mm -hmm. So don't CNN and... Buzz, I don't know what other fucking sites were promoting this she, man's bo- Politico. Katrina, saying he won. Buzzfeed, just so Sorry. close to being so <laughs> close to being called out. Buzzfeed, you're so close. Luckily, you didn't do a fucking Ron DeSantis stands tall. Economy doing well and pandemic deaths low. Hey, shut the fuck up, you dumbass. Is Ron DeSantis taking the victory lap he so well deserves? He doesn't. <laughs> what? 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 Like literally, there are people in. There are people. Uh, there Definition are, of media malpractice. There are there are officials in Florida that have talked about how uh, Ron DeSantis has uh, steered uh, uh, vaccines to specific communities, uh-huh. including communities that that um, that uh, fundraise better for him. <laughs> And like that would vote more for him. The villages. The villages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, uh, like for real. Fuck Ron DeSantis. Just wanted to throw that out there. No, it's good. It's it's good to like point out like this guy's a f- 
this guy sucks. But so does the media. So does the media, and honestly, so does Andrew Cuomo. Yes. Let's get um, back to that. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to that asshole, Andrew Cuomo. So, Andrew Cuomo um, has been. Oh, hello, Penny. Andrew Cuomo has been uh, um, accused by several. Numerous. Uh, numerous. More than 20. Really? I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Okay. Well, that might be something we need to. <laughs> I feel like it was more than 20. That might be something we need to look up. But just a lot. A, a whole lot. lot. A whole lot of people. Enough. Are, of, of, <laughs> of just various levels of um, uh, sexual harassment. Um, yes. Various levels, including uh, some, some including, you know, just like uh, it, uh, recommending they play strip poker to trying to kiss unwilling, like unwillingly, like, mm-hmm. like. Various various levels of um of of sexual harassment. Um, now, Andrew Cuomo. I'm sorry, it was nine. <laughs> not fucking. I swear 20. to God, I saw the number twenty three. We got We can't throw fucking numbers I cor- out. I corrected myself. Yes, you did. But I if I didn't say I anything, you would not have. To God, where did I see the number twenty three? <laughs> oh, Michael Jordan. You watched a Michael Jordan game. <laughs> you know. You I watched feel like the, that was in the mess. You watched the Jim Carrey film, the number 23, with your parents. Uh, <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, like... Nine. Nine. Jesus fuck. Like, I can... But... <laughs> regardless, though, though, though nine and 20 are different numbers... They are different numbers. It's still, it's still... Plenty. Plenty to show that there is a pattern of misbehavior mm-hmm. in the governor's office. Uh, the governor has a do not yell list uh, of people that he's not allowed to yell at. Meaning That there, should be everybody? Meaning there are a lot of people he is allowed to yell yeah. at. There was a representative uh, from, from the state assembly who pointed out that... Um, Andrew Cuomo said that he was going to if 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 that representative didn't uh, retract a statement he had that was against Cuomo, um, Cuomo would destroy him. That was the wording. Destroy him. Um, Now you have prominent Democrats uh, calling for Andrew Cuomo to step down. Yeah, essentially Uh, every like legitimate New York Democrat up to. Yeah, prominent New York Democrats up to fucking Chuck Schumer. Mm-hmm. Chuck Schumer says that he should fucking step down. Absolutely. Um, what do we? <laughs> I personally don't think that Andrew Cuomo is going to step down because I think no, Andrew, it doesn't seem like it. What do you? What do you think is going on with Andrew Cuomo? I think Andrew Cuomo is an asshole. Yep. Uh, I feel like anyone would have said that even years ago. He's clearly an asshole. Well, hang on, Katrina. I watched him and his brother do fun bits on CNN. Right. Where, where Andrew and it was the Andrew and Chris show, and they were doing cool stuff with, like, one big Q-tip and one little Q-tip. And you should call mom. Mom misses you. Mom would like a call. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, that is. Personally, I will. I do hate to say. There were, like, some of them where I'm like, <laughs> that is cool. But, like, no, it's not. It's shitty. Right. <laughs> but I, 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 it's important to admit when you're wrong. <laughs> He's, I mean, like, he just seems like the boss from hell. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. he seems to be a very arrogant asshole full of himself. He seems to be one of those, like, I'm old school. I right. do it old school. Yes. Like, if you told me he was, like, a mob boss, I'd be like, yes. You can't say that. <laughs> oh, is that... 
Is that offensive against you, Italian Americans? You can't just say that. I'm half Italian. I can say it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just say that he's a mob boss. He, what, what is? <laughs> oh God. Oh man. Angelucci is my grandmother's that's, maiden name. I can say it. Oh my God, that's true. You are Katrina Angelucci. <laughs> Um, no, I, I think that, like, no, like he, but he has that attitude, right? Mm-hmm. I, I very much think there's a lot of just like, he, he thinks he's above it all and he's going to stick it out unless they make him leave. Like he is, but how can they staying. make him? One of the things Cuomo has like this energy that is like, you know, no one can touch me. Mm-hmm. No one can stop me. And like he, he has that because partially because the media gave him that, right? Right. They did polls that were like, who would you rather have as your nominee, Biden or Cuomo, right? Like they did they did that. Cuomo got like a lot of buzz during the pandemic and a, a lot of not deserved buzz. Desmond stopped playing with that. A lot of not deserved buzz. And, and, you know, just like a lot of like, again, we had this, we had this leadership vacuum that he was able to fill. Um, but he also, like you said, he he has this like old schoolish like like. Uh, All right, you find out ways to say mob boss without saying mob boss. <laughs> Are you <laughs> saying old that school? I don't think old school is mob I boss. I mean, I think he's a shitty boss that like thinks that like that's an okay like. <laughs> I was about to say something and you made me forget it. Oh. Like one of the things he's like, he, firstly, he said he's not in a, he's not, he's, he said that people are after him because he's quote, not in the political club. Yeah. Right. Which doesn't make any fucking Your sense. Your father was, Your father the, was governor. The, the governor of New York. You're the governor of New York. You were in the Clinton cabinet. Like you, <laughs> people thought you were going to run for president. You're 100% in the fucking political club. Mm-hmm. And secondly, there was another one. Uh, he said that. Oh, he said that this was. Um, uh, ca- he said that this. He's not going to bow to cancel culture. Right. So what a prick. That does one hundred percent to me. Just be like, oh yeah, you are an old. You are an old prick. Like you are like one of those motherfuckers who's just really old and shitty. And you know, um, yeah. Go ahead. You good. Yeah, and I think that he's. It's. Uh, I mean, like you said. Is there anything we can do to make him leave? I don't think so. No, there are a lot, he's there, not gonna leave. There are people who are saying that like Joe Biden's the only person that can make him leave. In what way? Like what? What is Joe Biden? Can what? What can Joe Biden do that like like he, people wanted him to run against Joe Biden? Like he saw himself as like possibly more. Po- I, I feel like he's going to try to ride the storm out. Right? Yeah. No, he's gonna hang out with his blanket shawl um, <laughs> until it dies down. His what? You didn't see this picture? I don't know. Uh, no, is it the picture of his his pierced nipples? No, he's like <laughs> I think he went somewhere to hide away, and there's a picture of him with like a blankie around his shoulder. What? Yeah. Where's he? Gonna... If you Google it, you'll see it right he's away. He's the motherfucking governor of New York. Where's he hiding? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, motherfucker needs to step down. Absolutely. And and you know what? I think we're the podcast to tell him to do it. Listen, <laughs> we we all have a lot of yuck, yuck, laugh, laugh, goof, goofs here at Alcoholitics, but we mean business when we say, Andrew, Governor Cuomo, it is time 
to step aside. You don't get to do this anymore. You are not. You've lost the confidence in 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 the people. You've lost the confidence of the legislature. You're done, my man. You're done. There was something you wanted to do in this before we ended it. Right. Um, there have been... There's been some, like, attitude among some people, and I think it's died down a little bit as the accusations have become more and more. Mm -hmm. But it was there, um, and it reminded me of the attitude some had about Al Franken, Mm -hmm. which is like... Former senator of Minnesota and Saturday Night Live alumnus. Right. Um, He had a sexual harassment scandal, um... The Democrats asked him to resign. He resigned. Mm-hmm. And Kirsten or, Gillibrand. Well, hang on, if you, yeah, I was going to say, if you ask, if you ask uh, people, Kirsten Gillibrand herself uh, forced him to resign right. with her bare hands. And she, like, afterwards, it was like, we should have never done that. The Republicans don't do that. We should have protected him. And Gillibrand, you know, leading her crusade again. Like, you know, this whole sexist bull fucking shit. Well, she hates men. So I she hates that. Yeah, I, I I did see some attitude like similar to that on Twitter when this was starting up. Uh, that's where I saw it because that's the only thing I consume, um, for the most part. <laughs> I uh, didn't. <laughs> but like, there's like, I saw stuff like, oh, but how many people has Trump sexually harassed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what the fuck does like, that matter? I don't like when it's turned into like, uh, like, well, who who got the high score? <laughs> I I that's like. In this case, I don't have any sort of, like, inner turmoil about it. Mm -hmm. If we're doing shit that is clearly wrong, we need to be called out for it and get the fuck out and resign if that's what the, like, appropriate level of response is. I don't think there's any wiggle room. Just because the Republicans don't care when people sexually harass or assault others doesn't mean we also shouldn't care. Yeah. It's... It infuriates me. No, honestly. I agree. It's 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 one of those things where it's like we seem to be trying to compare ourselves to them mm-hmm. when we should be like trying to continue to be a like be better, right? Right. Well, like, there's never been a second where I thought we shouldn't have pushed Al Franken out. No, never been one, Not one single second. second. Not one moment. And no. the people who. Mm, the people who I really the people who do, don't like the people the, who say the, that the people who do are less concerned with sexual misconduct and more concerned with power. Yes, like absolutely. they're they're more concerned with the fact that like well that's firstly firstly they shouldn't be we still have that fucking seat yeah. like just just in an outsider's like in an outsider's like in a in a in a very not like who like in a, in a who cares about morality sense we still have that seat who the fuck cares. Right. But like people are like, well, we still should have him in the Senate because we need him in the Senate. It's like, no, we don't fucking need him in the Senate. We have Klobuchar and Tina Smith. Who the fuck cares? We got we still have two pe- two seats in the Senate. Like, what are you what are you what are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I don't think either Tina Smith or Amy Klobuchar, based on what I've seen, has sexually harassed anyone. Has Amy Klobuchar made someone like like made someone watch her eat a salad with a comb as for from spite? <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, I forgot about that. <laughs> Maybe. That might be true. That's that might be definitely true. But but they've never made anyone feel sexually uncomfortable in their fucking in their fucking workplace. Mm-hmm. Like but that said, like also don't 
emotionally abuse your staff either. <laughs> like, don't. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I I thought that joke would kill for you. Oh, it did. You one hundred percent did not me. remember. Oh, for sure, I forget everything. <laughs> yeah, this is just like that's a oh. visual I can't forget. Amy Klobuchar like angrily eating a salad <laughs> with a comb in front of her staff. I can't forget that. I just I I think I said this on a a previous one or two podcasts ago where it's like sometimes I wonder about like. Democrats following norms and rules where mm. Republicans clearly disregard them. Yeah. And geez, that is like, that's a conflict I have with myself because it's like, clearly there's a lot of fucking danger in mm. not following some of these norms and rules. And clearly there's a danger in following some right. of them. Right. They're definitely... This one, I think there's just. It's clear cut. It's fucking clear. This one's crazy to not follow. Right, but like, it's also wild. It's like the the Republicans get to elect Lauren Boebert, who didn't graduate high school and clearly like is insane and doesn't have any qualifications to be in Congress. Hey. Same with hey. uh, what's Marjor- Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. Green, and it's like, but I think she graduated high school. Hey. I uh, don't think you have to grad. Like, but hang no, on. no, no. The thing is, we don't. That doesn't happen in the Democrat. Like, to be an elected official in the Democratic Party, you have to be so qualified. Yeah. It's just, like, it's yeah. wild you have to do the a, differences. But, and, and can I tell you? Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Desmond, for fuck's sake. That was Desmond. He Guys, uh, recording podcast with cats is... Well, like, he, no, the problem was we were talking shit on, like, men, and Desmond walked <laughs> off real angrily and, and hit the water bottle against the... Like, here's what I... Like, like legitimately, though... I think that, like, it kind of falls into what goes on with with not just, like, not just elected Democrats, but the people who elect Democrats, right? Yeah. Like, women and people of color have to, like, play at a field way above mm-hmm. the normal level to actually get oxygen, right? You know what I mean? People have to have to go have to go above and beyond to be recognized, and with their with with white dudes, they're like, "We'll take whatever." <laughs> you cool with the you cool with what we got going on? Get in here, like that's what it is. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen with the Democratic Party. That does happen. If your last name is Kennedy, you probably <laughs> could <True>. run. You <laughs> could probably run for anything. <laughs> but you get to go to Harvard just because. Right. Right. And like I, I think that I think that like I think that it's important for the Democratic Party to be better, right? Yeah. I think I think it's important for the Democratic to the Democratic Party to to be better, to to uh, you know, don't put up with the nonsense that the Republicans put up with, while at the same time I do understand that there are times where we do need to like take the fight to them mm-hmm. and and you know, bend some rules to win. But not those rules. Right. We're not that those aren't the rules. Not the that rules bet. of human decency. Not the rules of human decency. Absolutely. Like if uh, do I give a fuck if we like go in there and like fuck up the, the filibuster? Like or pack the court. Or pack the court? No, I don't give Hell a fuck. No. Pack the court right now. You know what I mean? Like like fi- break the filibuster right now, right? Like make it like I, I think that those are the things that we need, but like, you know, this idea that we need to allow you know, allow abusers to be, you know, mainstays in the fucking Democratic Party is is absolutely asinine and stupid. And no one should allow that. Mm. I agree. Yeah. 
All right. That's gonna, we're going to call it there. I think this is a nice one. We're going to call it there. Um, thank you all for listening uh, to us this week. We will be back next week um, with another episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.